0: Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette. Celeste Barber, great. Janet Jackson, Nasty Boys, great song. You like to go to Kids Bop Kids, that's their... Sammy Hagar, I'd go to. I went to see the Doobie Brothers. I'd probably go again. Good old Whitney Cummings. Yeah. train and REO Speedwagon. There's so many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each.
1: Wow, that is a good, that's a good deal. You gotta yep. visit
0: livenation.com slash concert to buy now.
1: What is it? com slash concert to buy now. My kids loved the Jackass movies. They loved them of so much. They were obsessed by them. And then they tried to do some of the physical stunts. Let's oh. just say I'm very well versed in ER language. My kids had 28 concussions.
0: Yeah. You know, Knoxville, that, that, that coming out, he got offered SNL. Uh, we're going to talk about that. But the, uh, that coming out was so breakthrough, it was so crazy. Um, what he was doing, and I loved it so much. I was like so jealous, you
1: know, to see how cool it was. Well, the other thing he did great, and I can't remember which movie it was, but he they put him in prosthetic makeup as this grumpy- Oh, Bad Grandpa or something? Yeah, and he was really skilled at that. And I it, I assume a lot of it was uh, improvised, but it was it, that made me envious. I would love to be in prosthetic makeup out on the street, kind of annoying people.
0: Yeah, and letting them <laughs> step on your nuts. Like he had his nuts hanging out all and, the time from his shorts, and then he, he had a permanent vice grip people. installed.
1: Uh, it was it was called a Hooter clamp, and so he had definitive, consistent pain on his testicles all the time. So that when he would get on the set to do Jackass, he wouldn't feel like well, scared at all. So he also had an electroshock therapy apparatus. Jesus, called a zone vest, and that would give him just small, little kind of pin i'm making it no, so, i was like god <laughs> damn I, mean, so, I love this element of the, i i'm so glad i was around for this part of show business shoot the rehearsal look at our hair be authentic yeah. it'd be like frank sinatra coming out takes off his toupee <laughs> dean martin comes out you know they do a, a you know a breathalyzer test on him yeah you know you, you want to see
0: i wish behind the curtain
1: behind the curtain that was the name i wanted for the thing but you went with the bug you want, yeah, we got to have I a fly wanted. in there. Why an insect? Why? I know you hated the part about the fly in the wall because the word fly kind of grosses you out, right? Well, I, I haven't met a person who's like, you know what I really like? I like puppies, kittens, and flies.
0: You know what is really an underrated animal? The fly? like, well, isn't everyone, it an insect? No, damn Don't you watch you know Planet or something? <laughs> Let's look at a clip. <laughs> <laughs> From Planet Earth, where they say, "No, it's a filthy fucking bug that hangs out on turds," right,
1: and not necessarily walls, <laughs> right. So, but we, you know, so we made that up. And well, we had so a lot, we had Rasmattas. Rasmattas was me good. A letter. Remember, Rasmattas
0: was going to be one. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, because yeah. it's sort of vague and nothing. And that's showbiz. Oh yeah, that's showbiz. I thought I that was great. You like that too,
1: didn't you? Well, how did this piece of shit squeak through? Piece of shit squeak. Yeah, you could do that if you spelled shit differently. So it's like, hey, piece of everything through. for a while there was like, that
0: could be a title. It's like, oh, I remember one I thought of. It. it was so fucking stupid. I can't remember, but... <clears throat> well, that's like
1: working on your 8x10. When I came into Hollywood in the 80s, you meet people like, yeah, I've been working on my 8x10 for about eight months. <laughs> I go, you you, got, are you pro- writing anything? Pro- <laughs> no, I've been working on that 8x10. So, like, just sitting around for days trying to think of a pithy name. Oh, yeah. you, it's kind of like, you know, I did a corporate date once for a car company and they drove me out in a go-kart or I drove a go-kart on stage yeah. and stuff or you come in in a gurney and I go, guys... I got to do an hour stand up that buys me like six seconds of goodwill that I came in in a harness, ladies and gentlemen. And then it's like 10 minutes later. It's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) Believe me. I have a
0: special coming out. I'm looking at it and watching the editing on damn Anyway, we should get back to Johnny Knoxville. What is the
1: no- tame uh sorry. What's to it? Finish the thought. I just just woke up. What's the um, name of the special? What's the name of the special? Fly on the stage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know okay. it's such a, it's
1: such a good we title got our I got a laugh. I That's it. it. That's it. That's All, it. All right, Johnny Knoxville. That's Knox the real? funniest thing I've heard this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Fly on the stage.
0: No, Johnny. I was just telling Dana that's Dana and I'm good,
1: David. Um, that uh, Johnny, I, welcome to the most casual podcast you'll ever be on.
2: i oh, this sounds! I'm, give I'm f- excited about this. Thanks for having Johnny, me, Johnny. This is
1: called Every
0: Question You've Ever Been Asked, and you're going to get asked again.
1: <laughs> not literally, not <laughs> we one. We intentionally different one. studied Howard Stern, and all the other shows, and we <laughs> want to ask identical things. And I'm going to comment as Howard throughout the interview. You don't have to think this. You can just check out for the next hour. Y-
2: you guys were great on Stern the other day. Oh, did you see? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I listened to it Stern constantly. and uh, I, But I, I heard your guys show and you guys were great.
0: Did you like that I kept trying to leave? <laughs> i kept going all right dana howard thanks for coming by and he's like what are you doing i go well it's an hour 48 what are we
1: doing i need i need some mystery david's production company is called one foot out the door i don't know if that means anything but he's always kind of wanted to leave he's a little fragile and he's do you have a zoom uh, you have a light in your face right now david no i look good you do look good anyway (laughs) um yeah, that, you did Howard Stern. Did you get in there at five thirty in the morning, kind of thing too?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got up at five thirty. Was there by six.
1: I don't. I'm so spoiled. I don't. I never have an alarm at this point in my life, so it freaked me out. I was up at three forty-five. Every second, I checked the clock.
2: Whoa. Yeah, yeah. When you know you have to wake up, it, it gets in your head.
1: Yeah,
0: he would text me. Uh, Stern would text me and go, "I wouldn't sleep if I were you. You better be fucking funny in the morning." <laughs> I go, "God damn, what is it? No Who pressure." Cares?
1: I okay. don't remember what yeah, I said. Johnny, Johnny
0: uh,
2: Knoxville, is that yeah, your real name? Yeah, let's get to it. <laughs> uh, Philip John Black <laughs> is my real name.
0: <laughs> Ugh. Mine's fucking Gary Gonorrhea. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mine's Dana
1: Dan Garno. and I switched it to Dana Carvey. Dana Garno was my stage name, uh, and I hated that. Early days of stand-up, please welcome Dana Garno. No, that's as everyone said it wrong, right? Oh, God, yes. That's a tough one. But clap that sucks. Something. Johnny Knoxville is... Uh, That's a cool name. That goes off the tongue nicely. Johnny yes. Knoxville. It's very nice. I was
0: going to be Scotty Scottsdale. <laughs> I'm from Arizona. Yeah. And then everyone said, nothing will make you cooler. And I said, uh, all right, I give up. His other uh, his,
1: his uh, website is called Perennial Senior. I don't know what that means. but <laughs> Me? You, you're always the kid. I don't care how old Roy, you're oh. old. Roy. But you'll always be the kid. You'll be boys. You're like Johnny Carson.
0: Johnny's so excited. He's like, I, I hope they just never ask me one thing. This is going long enough and I don't want to no, answer I anything. No, I could
2: listen to you guys all day. You're so funny. Well, I I have
1: some sort of like, before we get to SNL, a couple questions. Yeah, yeah. So like, Jackass, huge in our family. <laughs> Love it. Thank Kids, you. two boys. Um had a few injuries. No, not blaming you, but
0: it was Oops, <laughs> it was BMX
1: skateboard. But they love jackass so much,
2: and I, uh, I, I just wondered time. if for
0: you, oh, having, did you, Day, J, Danny, he thinks he they he
1: met them. Did he meet them?
2: I think I met them with you one time, Dana.
1: You met Dex. Yes, okay. you remember it was you, me, and Patton Oswald. Yeah, at the t- uh, fiftieth uh, anniversary of Paramount, and we took a big photo. Yeah. Yeah. Where were you standing? Like everyone in show business was in these
2: bleachers. Oh,
0: I was in
1: one of those. They
0: bumped me yeah. for the next one.
2: I, I don't know who I was standing next to. Uh, Montel Williams? Yeah. My- <laughs>
1: I I got up in the stands and it's, you know, it's just Meryl Streep, George Clooney. It's everybody. And then I'm next to Billy Bob Thornton, and he Billy's so eccentric. We, he goes, he goes, you're the one I really wanted to meet. I'm so glad uh, you're next to me. I go, really? <laughs> not Jerry Lewis? So right. He's the he's the coolest. Um.
2: Yeah, that was a real thing. Kirk Douglas was there.
1: Um. The Attack of the I Super John Chins. Landis was
2: there, and he was he was wow. really funny and just talking so much shit. Uh, <laughs> Very rebellious and funny. Uh,
1: But it was like we were in Boss, because when I would look at old photos, black and white photos of movie TV stars from the 1940s or 50s, I knew they were all dead. There's a certain darkness to it. So I said that to Billy Bob Thornton, we're just going to be down in a hallway and we'll be long gone. He goes, yeah, yeah, I know. We were really into the darkness of that photo. Right, right, right. Hey, I have a peppier story. Johnny,
0: (laughs) I did this. I did this. Same fucking picture, I think. And it was for Paramount's like 90th, right? So I think they do them every 10 years. So I squeaked in on one. And uh, it had it had scaffolding. So it was like on the Paramount lot. And they met you in a holding area. And I didn't believe that everyone in the picture was... It was 90 stars, right? It's kind of what you guys did. Yeah. So everyone's a big fucking monster star. I couldn't believe it. And they were all there. So I go in the holding tank. <laughs> and we go to get a drink, and they go, oh, we can't serve drinks because most of everyone's old, and we have scaffolding. And I'm like, fuck, what a buzzkill. <laughs> so luckily, Doo has two Jack Daniels airplane bottles in his sock for emergencies. Right. So this was an emergency. So I get up there, and I'm getting on the scaffolding. <laughs> it's Jim Carrey, Sharon Stone, Michael Duck, you know, everyone. The same thing as you guys. I think Mickey Rooney, Dana's buddy, was there. So uh, anyway, I get up there, and Harrison Ford is some – for some reason, down the scaffolding from me. But while they're, like, loading Liz Taylor on a crane or whatever they're doing, I'm sitting there, and then I have my Diet Coke, so I'm going to get my little Jacques Daniels out and have a God. little nippy-nip. So I go like this. You know, I snap the top out of my sock. I go. And Harrison Ford's ears go up like a Labrador. He goes, huh? oh. Like a Doberman, you know? And then I go, uh-oh. And he looks over, and he walks over, and he goes, you got any more of that? Oh, and I go, okay. um. I okay. go. Uh, hey,
1: this is going to trend.
0: This is great. So I go. Fucking first of all, Harrison Ford is the coolest dude in the world. So I I immediately am excited to talk to him. He's just like nervous too. He's like time to kill. He goes, "You got any more of those?" And that's when my star fucking collided with my alcoholism. And I go, "No." <laughs> it was. It wasn't even a contest. Oh, no, Han yeah. Solo
1: went home empty. How oh! <laughs> can you believe it? He had a solo oh, oh. cup. Billy Bob Thornton got me a beer. Same thing. Oh, he did? Well we had a little cocktail after thing afterwards. Then I was so See? starstruck by Jane Fonda. She was leaving oh, yeah. and I tried to get a selfie with her and her whole being collapsed so if she's listening (laughs) i'm really sorry about that billy bob thornton said you like another beer and i'm like okay and then i go jane fonda and my wife's such a fan of hers and so anyway right well johnny knoxville let's focus Uh, on johnny not johnny Johnny
0: yet i i drank yeah johnny we're gonna have too much of johnny in a second so i go here's my little drink and i go glug 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 and then i look down the scaffolding when i slowly felt the second one and I think I see him lift his fedora up and he looks at me and he's like shaking his head like, you motherfucker. Because I had another oh, one. And then I go, one. oh, okay, yeah. Sorry, David. I loved David. him I didn't so know there much. Were, I didn't know and, that uh, was
1: another end of that.
0: Okay, I know. It just kept going. But anyway, uh, so then uh, I think we worked it out later. But anyway, back to Johnny.
1: Johnny, my question for this as a father with kids, <laughs> like I was terrible at watching my kids go down on a skateboard down a giant hill. My wife could look. I couldn't look. Right. One of my kids, we named him the heart attack kid because he was – They there were 23 ER visits. They both had five to six concussions, multiple wow. fractures. They're fine now. They stopped. And yeah. I just wondered, are you – when your kid's running down a hill or looks like they're going to fall, are you just like a normal parent or are you so acclimated to stunts? that you're like, Oh, I've seen someone fall downstairs. Steve-O did that. That's no big deal. Or how does that, so that's my question.
2: Yeah. I'm oddly enough, a real helicopter parent when it comes to safety. Like, to me too. I, uh, you know, however my sense of humor is and how I deal with them is one thing, but if they're on a swing when they're little or climbing on the monkey bars, I was right under them, and I don't. Yeah. I, I just—that's just how I am, and uh, I, I guess I know how. I the last thing I want for them is to get hurt, right? Because you've been yeah. hurt, and you know. So, I, like any parent, but I was a little more cautious with them.
1: Right. I didn't want to be Captain No all the time, you know, so you're sort of like, it's okay, Dad. we're okay. They're in a, a homemade tree fort above a street climbing around. So I try not to control them too much. And I I, I had a sense of humor about it. They bought me, They bought me a book when they were like 10 with, with mom. And it was called Worst Case Scenario, like how to survive a bumblebee attack in an airplane, stuff like that. So it became kind of a runner that I, right. my imagination gets away from me. And I was very mm. protective in that way. But yeah, not to prevent crazy. 23 ER visits. Anyway, David?
0: <laughs> uh, yes, Johnny, you gave the right answer. I've got a question and answer thing right here, and that was the right one. Mm-hmm. You passed the first question. Uh, second of all, when you do this, first of all, I love Jackass growing up, and I wanted to hit you up. You know, I see you out and about sometimes. You're always very cool, and um, I wanted to hit you up in the early days because Jackass looks so fun. I wanted to go there. And then I realized I'm such a colossal pussy. There was really nothing I could do. Um, I can skateboard a little bit, but I thought there's no stunt. I couldn't do the full circle skateboarding, you
2: know? Uh, David, you don't have to be good at anything. That's the whole idea. You know, we're not going to have you. If you're good at something, you are not doing that stunt.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like the thinking. Okay, good.
2: (laughs) I'm like, I can skateboard.
1: Good. We'll put bees on your dick. Well, that's it. You can do all that kind of stuff. What's yeah. that? You can do all that kind of stuff. Requires no skill to have bees on your dick.
2: No, no, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. All you got to yeah. do is, a lot, lot of my stones. all I have to do is stand in one spot or hold on to something. I've really narrowed it down to those two things I do good. Um, <laughs> but like, people that we bring in like most of the time, like uh, celebrity guests, they, don't, they, they can just be peanut gallery. They can just be funny. Yeah, we don't. We won't go yeah. after some people. We make a decision not to go after. We'll have that discussion before. It's like, okay, we're not going to go after. But like in this case with Eric Andre and Tyler, the creator and Machine Gun Kelly, Jeff right. knew them, and I was like, Jeff, do they get the full treatment? And he's like, Kill them. Right. I'm like, Okay, <laughs> they get the full treatment. Yeah, yeah.
0: I like that that you talk ahead of time because you have to because sometimes uh, celeb types are a little more frail and fragile uh, it, physically and ego wise. So they wouldn't sure. love it. Uh, but if you know them a little bit.
2: They uh, don't know how to take it. Like I, I've pranked people in my private life, uh, a friend of mine who's, who was an actor, I, I don't want to give a name, but I kind of went after him, like I went after my guys and it hurt his, he was confused by it. And I was a little obsessed with it. I kinda, cause it was making my other friend laugh. And it ended up hurting his feelings. And he was just confused. I'm like, okay, I can never go after civilians again. I felt like a monster. So there's a very hard line of people I will go after and people I won't.
0: Yeah, because in the movie when you, it looks so fun and everyone laughs at at the worst pain it is. They just laugh so hard. And they're also like used to it. Like I think in the movie that guy, uh, is it Aaron? Aaron gets a lot of it in the movie.
2: He he always gets a lot. of... It. He's like the whipping boy. He's a very important part of the show. He's like the the nail with the Shlemiel, the Shlemiel. He's the, sh- the Shlemiel.
0: <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Um, but he he when you uh, I think Dana saw it too. He wears a cup and then they try to test the cup and they rack him in the nuts. They have Naganu, yeah. UFC guy, punch him in the nuts. I I thought more that would break his whole cervix or whatever's down there. I don't know hip bones, <laughs> whatever's down there. <laughs> Whatever I don't know. I'm not some doctor. Yeah, but you're not, that you're was, an MD. They, they got, oh, and then they did a the worst was the uh, pogo stick because right. it's an inexact science, and I think it. And then it started bleeding. Now, does he have any central nervous system? I'm like, this guy keeps. I go, this is the same guy for four in a row. A softball pitcher, right? a punch. Mm-hmm. And then the, 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 the pogo stick was just like, hey, fuck it. He's not getting hurt enough. Let's just
2: Well, <laughs> try we filmed it. that on the same day as the softball pitcher. For some reason, oh. Jeff and I would schedule these things on the same day. So he was taking a lot of trauma. <laughs> and there is a cut of the pogo stick bit that's seven or eight minutes long. That is oh. hilarious because the peanut gallery is just murdering Aaron the whole time because we've yeah. been filming with them all day and we love him. But he 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 has a way of setting everyone off and the peanut gallery was just murdering him. Mm-hmm. And it, it was so fun, but we had to cut it down just for the film. Sure. But, uh, yeah. Aaron. Aaron gets gold. Aaron gets gold. But.
0: Yeah, he does. He does. I mean, for for the purpose of your movie, he's great. And I thought you would be more like Seinfeld and just sort of be in there and let the craziness around you. But after a little bit, you got in and I said, oh, good. He's getting in, which is tough because we're all getting older. I don't know. You're 80. I have no idea how old you are. But you're... uh, But you're... Uh,
1: 72 this but month.
0: But you <laughs> must... I'm fragile for absolutely no reason. But you have to be fragile because you just got your ass kicked over and over and over for work. And I think... You, that you still do it is cool. It's hard, but I'm sure people might want it and you have to do it. Do you feel like that?
2: Do I have to do it? No. I, you know, God help me, but nothing is more fun than filming Jackass. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I did take some shots in this film. But, and also, I backload my biggest stunts till the end of the film. So I had like three big stunts left to go after the bowl. But after the okay. blow, just... You know, I broke my wrist, my rib. I got a concussion, a brain hemorrhage. Spent the weekend in the hospital. It took me a couple months, three months, to come back online. Really, in my head. <laughs> so we had to cancel all the rest God of my stunts. Damn. So it's like Jeez. I didn't get to take as many shots as I wanted. But maybe that's good. It worked out for the best because I've taken. A, I've had a lot of concussions, and uh, my neurologist is like, I, "I think, I think you're done with concussions."
1: Looking to save on delivery. DashPass from DoorDash is your door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. DashPass is an exclusive membership with DoorDash that gets you unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders and members-only deals and discounts. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, grocery from across town, or anything in between, DashPass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. With $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on eligible orders, DashPass makes it easy to save at restaurants, grocery stores, and all your local favorites on DoorDash. DashPass pays for itself in two orders on average. Plus, DashPass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, all for $9.99 a month. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass. $0 delivery fees and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Would you like to learn a new language? We. See what I did? Oh. No, I said we like French. Oh, okay. We, we,
0: we, (laughs) we. I have ever since I've seen Pepe Le Pew and his way with women. I thought I want to learn a new language.
1: You know what? I, I do have a. Because uh, I'm, uh, I, I do voices and stuff. I do like yeah. the sound of of a French language. Yeah, you're good at faking a language. I just do gibberish, but I want to actually learn. And that's mm-hmm. I'm going to introduce you in the world to Rosetta Stone. It's the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in the language you want to learn.
0: Yes, I've heard about this and talked about it for a long time. It's a trusted expert for 30 years. They have millions of users, 25 languages offered. So I think that pretty much covers the globe. You've got your Spanish, your French, Mm -hmm. you were just talking about, Korean, Dutch, Arabic. Fast language acquisition. There's no English translations. So you really learn
1: to speak. Listen and think in that language. That's the hard part, I think. That's it, and it's an intuitive process. You pick mm-hmm. up the language naturally first with words, then phrases, then sentences, and it's all designed for long-term retention, which is great. Because I took Spanish for twelve years, and all I know is how to find a library. Yes, don't they, I know. Donde está la biblioteca? So this one really, really you retain it. I learned German,
0: and I know Hastu, western now Abra. No, has to Bruder. No nine Abra Cabres That means have do you have a brother? No, I have but I have three sisters.
1: I took German for seven years and all I remember is Gesundheit. <laughs> what does that mean? That means bless you. Oh, okay. Yes, so <laughs> think... someone sneezes. Gesundheit. Rosetta Stone, that's not gonna happen. Another thing I love is they have a built in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. That's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Very important to being understood in a foreign country is to do it in kind of the rhythm of the way that is speak. Spoke. Right. You don't, you don't look like some clown.
0: Desktop and <laughs> app options, audio companion, ability to download lessons offline. By mm-hmm. the way, the lifetime membership has all 25 languages. For any and all trips and language needs in your life, mm-hmm. that's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers
1: for 50% off. What are we waiting for It's a steal? What is going on? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Fly in the Wall listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off.
0: Oh, yeah. Visit rosettastone.com fly. That's 50. That's like the highest I've heard of.
1: 50% mm-hmm.
0: off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash fly today.
1: What I was curious about is the, the uh, Dave mentioned the word fun. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen people that joyous in the world like after the stunt
0: in the world
1: <laughs> well that the loudest l- sustained laughter i think that's the flip side to jackass is if the guy does a massive hit and it's just
2: massively yeah. hilarious and fun and jumping around and screaming so it's joyous right you know a lot of that comes from sometimes it's it's really funny and sometimes we're doing something really dangerous and a lot of nervous energy comes out and everyone's yeah. laughing yeah. but it is everyone, even though we're giving each other hell and people get, you know, have PTSD and uh, everyone <laughs> loves it. Even though that they don't know what's going on and I'm just killing them all day long. They love
0: it. Yeah. Well, it's like such a fun thing with dudes and that's why it works. Everyone laughing is all fun. I mean, even movies like Grown Ups, when people say if they like those movies, it's like, oh, you guys are buddies and you're all goofing around. And we should have had a half hour uh, blooper reel at the end because yeah. that's, that's the stuff people love, you know?
2: Yeah. Cause if you're having fun, the audience is going to have fun. It's just like watching someone on a talk show. If the person's on a talk show having fun, then everyone watching is going to have yeah. fun. Yeah, That's
0: right. Yeah. My last question for Jackass and we'll talk about SNL was, uh, uh, machine gun scarecrow, um, machine gun Kelly. I thought, <laughs> uh, you could have made him like a scarecrow and uh, put him out because he kind of looks like a cat. Sk- he, he has a you,
1: definite uh, Ray Bolger
2: vibe yeah. to him. Yeah.
0: You put him out and have real, and tie him down to a thing and make all the birds come pick at him. But I well, guess
2: if tie down, then, he, then it's just then we can do any number of things to him. Yeah. You know, once he agrees
0: just, to that, you change it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, we'll we'll tell him it's about birds. But as soon as he's tied down, we can do anything we want to him. But he is a tall, lean man.
1: Yeah, he took lanky, a good he's lanky. He's, he's the yeah, definition well, of mean, lanky. He
2: showed up and he's got a tattoo of the skull and jackass skull and crutches on him. So it's yeah. like, if you got that, you're getting the full treatment.
1: Yeah,
0: he got a good <laughs> smack. And I love when it's never when you think it is. And that's the funniest full part. Trip. You you set him up for a different bit and then something else happens on the way, which is great.
1: Yeah, and I, this is my last question before I go to SNL. <laughs> and I'm sure <laughs> you've been asked this, but like my, my son had showed me. A long time ago, the one about the guy gets the puts the toy car up his butt, you know, and that was so that was so huge in our house and all over the country. The way it played out, it was played so straight with that doctor and everything. Do you ever like did you ever get ideas for stunts and don't even and then you reject them out of hand even to yourself? Like, it's like, what is rejected? When are you like, oh, we could do this to this guy and then electroshock him there and then tie it and hang him up? Do you ever kind of go, no, 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 that's too much. You don't even
2: pitch it. Um. <laughs> well, when we if, like, I write most of my ideas by myself, and then I'll pitch them to Jeff. But in the room, terrible things get thrown out. You know how okay. a, people, a, bunch of people <laughs> a brainstorm together, session. You know, funny, funny in the room things that you'll never repeat to anyone. Just yeah. like comedy writing, yeah, with murdering Aaron some way. You know uh,
0: <laughs> that poor guy. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. So. Yeah, a lot of shit gets thrown out. It's just we know it's and we're not going to do it. But but sometimes if it's so far over the line, but it still makes us laugh, we'll try to figure out how to do it.
0: And sometimes
2: you can reel it in just a bit here and there and it it, it can work.
0: You start by saying, "Okay, they're naked. Now what?
2: Yeah, yeah. Always funnier (laughs) with their cock out
0: god damn i would never show any yeah first um,
1: we take a sledgehammer to their balls and then <laughs> yeah, we do them they de- go down the gauntlet and, and, we- and then the day do moments.
0: the worst <laughs> one was probably for me to watch the cringiest was uh putting the queen bee where did you hide it on his wiener like you put it under
1: his yeah second- put <laughs> it
2: under the shaft i i placed it under the shaft
1: you, yeah, and, <laughs> you know, to I think got where this. that is exactly. Got and it. the queen
0: bee's like this, rr, rr, come save me! <laughs> and, and, and,
1: and then he lets all the
0: bees out. If people haven't seen it, and all the bees come immediately to the guy's dick. And I'm just like, that's the one where I go, I can't even. And he's getting stung and stung and screaming. It was steve-o right?
2: Yeah, yeah, Steve God, he's been doing meditation, and he thought he could like overpower, <laughs> you know. Pain. Yeah, He told me that Good before. Luck. I'm like, okay, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> okay. for <laughs> you.
0: Jeez. <laughs> oh, did he get paid in teeth whitening? Anyway. Um,
1: he's got some big so teeth. Well, they're all he's fake, got some so tooths.
2: He has a new set of teeth for every film.
1: Oh, he does have great teeth. I have an entree question that's very generic for to begin our discussion about yeah. you, and, you and SNL. What was more terrifying being on the rocket, going into the water, whatever your most amazing, or being on the bull in the latest film, or coming out as a host. What what was your nerve factor when you Johnny Knoxville? Or were, were right. you cool with it, or was it usually people you don't do that? Well, anyway, how would you feel?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I would definitely rather ride the rocket or stand in front of a bull. It was, okay. <laughs> was nerve wracking because I I have a. a fear of speaking in public right yeah. in like the mm-hmm. audience i was like that really freaked me out and it's snl and it's not oh, yeah. something that I, I do a lot um
0: it's hard to figure out you don't really know what you're doing probably No,
2: I, I i didn't And um and i remember we were going over some bit and I was talking with Fred Armisen, and he was really sweet and helped me a lot. It is very. And sweet. I, I'm like, I I don't know, kind of what to do here, and and he goes, you you don't have to do anything here. It's like it's 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 not about you in this one. It was I was focused on the I was like the straight man, and I wasn't realizing it, right? Yeah, and like, just little yeah. things like that. Um, but
0: well, that calms you down a little bit if it's the the, the funny is like happening around you and it's funnier if you say stay straight
2: yeah stay straight like don't uh so there was a little of that trying to get used to that and the the rehearsals helped me a ton everyone was very supportive Uh, i know a couple of bits that i did that i wasn't really doing that well in the rehearsals and you know lauren gave me a little pep talk before about the cream will always rise to the top or something i don't know but, oh, oh no terrifying <laughs> yeah yeah it's like oh so i'm i'm down there's here, cream and, and there's a I'll top be here shoot <laughs> yes you guys, you're going like, to bring oh, it up
1: shit. yeah
0: yeah i mean there's almost nothing you can say it's just because coming out for the monologue dana and i are stand-ups and and when we go back and host that monologue even i'm sure dana would agree you're like heart's beating like shit man this is so different because it's so loud when you come out that band is so loud and everyone's going crazy, and
1: this, and you see the jib camera come in, and you are like, "Shit, this is it!" Uh, but gross. but I will say it's it's fun to bring it up because it goes back to Don Pardo. But John, your opening monologue descended in the cast doing a prank, and it ended up with Don Pardo kicking you in the balls, right? No,
2: or uh, was that the first it, sketch? Uh, Seth Myers was out there next to me, and he was supposed to hit me in the balls at one oh, point okay like in my monologue. Right so when I got to a certain word, that was his that was his that was his signal to hit me in the balls. But like three words before that, I hit him in the balls. And I absolutely <laughs> smoked him. And he just wasn't expecting it. And he could barely perform the next scene. It was just a perfect hit.
1: Wait a minute.
2: You <laughs> so don't need much so. power
0: if it's in the right spot.
1: You go on the show and because of jackass, there's going to be a lot of people getting kicked in the balls now. So Zeth Myers was not ready for it, or you just you did, or you didn't. He wasn't wearing no, padding, or how did him that happen? Or
2: anybody, I was going to do it, but I thought it would be funnier if if <laughs> he was wasn't more spontaneous prepared. If I hit him, holy shit! And I was right. So you improvise I that. was right. So not telling anyone. You
1: go out to host SNL. You're not telling anyone the secret plan. He's that supposed to happens. kick you in the balls. You preempt him. And then he's kind of, he's out of it for about the next 10 minutes or the next sketch.
2: Yeah, he was really, he could barely walk to the sketch.
0: Oh. oh my God. I've done it. You've been, ever been looking for your keys. You go where? And you tap your nut wrong and
1: you just drop to the ground and go call work.
2: Right. It was I'm going to wear a cup.
1: We're going to have dinner someday, but I'm going to wear a, a no, no, steel you cup. Safe.
2: You guys are safe.
1: We're safe. Okay. Yeah. But so Don Pardo, I re- I, misread. I was doing a deep dive this morning. He did not do a fake kick to you, Don Pardo. No, no, no.
2: That was Seth Myers getting-
1: Okay. God, the web, fucking web got it wrong. They confused Don it Pardo because I thought though, it'd be so I'm great.
2: great. Don me in the nuts. Oh, oh I, I love, love Don Pardo kicking, kicking in the nuts. Johnny Knoxville.
0: Yeah, yeah it would have been incredible. Was it a knee or was it just a like a the back, hand tap to his... my
2: hand in full? Oh. Like, I could feel the outline of his cock and balls on the back of my hand. It was a perfect <laughs> shot. I don't want to brag, but it was a perfect shot.
1: So, oh. can you, do you mind is to go into more detail? Like what did
2: <laughs> what, fe- what,
1: what you felt in the? Yeah, that was kind of Walk you know. You're, you're you're a, he's being a little evasive. He was
2: to the left as I struck him.
1: Yeah, did you did you hurt your hand at all? Was he semi erect, just being excited to be out on the show, or
2: no? But there was probably some swelling afterwards.
1: Okay, that's good. Right. Well, uh, now, now that's Johnny, fun. you're a professional
0: too, because in the in the in the movie and the show, sometimes you just have to get someone. And so you know what you're doing. So yeah, one, yeah you had totally. one take. By the way, that never happens on the show. Something that is really unexpected like that. And I'm sure it was talked about after you
1: left. <laughs> yeah, that was at the after party. That's, with hot, ice, That's ice ice on his Crotch. Hey, thanks a lot, man. Hey, really sorry. It was just, it just got away from me. I don't know why I did that. No, I, it's, yeah. a, it's okay. We're cool. We're cool, I'm man. I'm really good right?
2: at half-ass sorries.
1: <laughs> did
0: you so, remember uh anybody in that cast that w- that you got along with you said i think you said fred armison just now when that was so that was i'm trying to picture the era of because you know cast change a lot so that was fred you said was there uh and horatio Sat. sands horatio yeah. okay
2: rob Riggle. um
0: oh yeah i did a scene with rob Riggle amy when i went back Bowler. so that might have been around the same time oh amy okay who's doing update do you remember uh
2: I
1: would have been think. Tina, maybe, 2005? Is yeah, she still there with Jimmy Fallon? They would have been nicer yeah.
2: to me. They were so supportive. Uh, yeah. it, was, it, was, it, it was a scary experience, but it ended up being like a totally positive experience in my mind. And it's something about like it being live. It's just like getting in the ring. It's like, okay, this is what, we're, this is what I'm doing today. Yeah. And you, 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 you just, the train's going by and you jump on it. Yeah. and
1: then you're off yeah. it, it goes by really I, fast
2: that i i cognized it you know in my mind
1: yeah and when you when you host it just for our listeners flies on the wall um once the show starts and you're the host they take you like they grab you like after a sketch if you have a quick change or to get ready to go they kind of you know you're you're on autopilot in that sense there's nothing else you can do And how did you handle the cue cards? Were you okay with it? Did you try to fake it or did you have a
2: technique? They they said read off the cue cards. And I totally agree. You guys do this more than me, so I'm gonna read off the cue cards.
1: Uh, once you pick an eye line and stay with it, it's less disturbing than going to the person to the card back to the person. Yeah. You know, especially in a over-the-shoulder shot. So
2: I, I I may have made that mistake once or twice going off the cards and looking at the person because you kind of want to make a connection with them, but it honestly looks better. Like they tell you just read off the cards.
1: Yeah, Phil Hartman had a great technique. Sorry, David, where, because you have three sets of cards if it's two people talking. So Phil would kind of pretend to sort of look away. He'd look behind himself just for a second casually to get, get the line over his shoulder and then come back at you with it. There was a lot of technique when you're a cast member to not right. get caught. Yeah, You know, yeah. you But yeah, drink it host, up when they're
0: talking it. and then come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause they won't be on you. Sometimes I think the host is always in black, but uh, you have to have different colors for the people at home. So everyone knows who's talking and, uh, Sometimes right before a scene, I'm like, Sandler, are you green or blue? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> because I don't know which, what does my guy say? Because uh, oh, I'm a professional actor. I think
1: I was red all, for all seven years. Oh, I sometimes think I you was, can request
0: wow. and they go, oh, you like to be this. And then well, there's seniority. You know, I always knew it
1: was John Lovitz's card because each letter was, he only had one Six letter on each car. <laughs> because Mr. Magoo was <laughs> doing the best he could. You know, you Farley know.
0: had these Johnny's
1: glasses. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Love it's is like the Aaron McGee of SNL.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Are you up? Uh, jealous? <laughs> I'm funny because I once told John, you know, you're funny naturally. You don't have to try. Really? There's a lot of thought behind it. When did you turn to Mae West, motherfucker? I don't know. Are you it's happy to see acting. me or is acting? Acting. But no, he's the funniest. John. Yeah. But go ahead, so, David. So,
0: uh. Yeah, I was saying that Farley wears glasses just like yours, Johnny. And he would uh, go on update and he'd squint so much. We gave him so much shit that we go, just wear glasses. Nobody gives a shit. And then he'd wear glasses and squint for no reason. We're like, are you just used to squinting? Do you know what squinting is or what it's for? Uh, David, um, I don't uh, know uh, about
1: squinting. uh, (laughs) So when you, okay,
0: (laughs) we'll get into some basics. Now, this just go, just bear with us, Johnny, because I'm older. Um, You do. Uh is you doing the before you got offered us now you were doing some form of jackass was was you getting electrocuted in the in the nards is that what was it your first bit that's the first bit i saw you're standing against a wall and someone's hitting you with a stun gun or something
2: <laughs> yeah I, I did an article for big brother it started as an article where i was going to test self defense equipment on myself uh pepper spray stun gun taser gun and i was going to shoot myself in the chest with a 38 while while wearing a bulletproof vest and Jesus Jeff Tremaine <laughs> who ended up directing Jackass said well, you should also film it too and we'll put it in the skateboard. Smartest video. thing
0: that's ever happened. Yeah. Smartest thing. Yeah. yeah.
2: So that so that was
1: your audition tape.
2: Yeah. Nah, uh, I guess I guess it didn't there, there
1: were different factions that came together and it's it's a it's it's a story.
0: It's a, it's but a, it's a long process, right? Where you do that and then you do it. A little more and then it catches on as you do some more and then that ultimately gets to lauren's desk or somebody we
2: we we did a we did a couple of skateboard videos right where i was doing Mm -hmm. like it was a skateboarding magazine and i didn't really i'd known jeff wilde and wanted to write for the magazine but i didn't skateboard but i found my way in by doing stuff in the videos and writing about yeah you know like participatory journalism type of thing Mm -hmm. and Then Jeff and I talked and we wanted to do a show and he goes, I went to school with Spike Jones. Let's see if he wants to be a part of it. And Spike came on board and we had the footage from the skateboard videos, right? And we cut a little 10 minute tape and we took it out and shopped it around and MTV and Comedy Central showed a lot of interest. And at that time it got to SNL, got to Lauren, the tape Mm -hmm. that we made. And I met him at the Polo Lounge at Beverly Hills Hotel, Hello. And, which yeah. was surreal, right? I was just waiting tables uh, six months before. Yeah. Two months before. And nowadays, so you cleared oh. a table wow. by
1: reflex at the you Polo Lounge. You're like, like the lounge, head right? of show
0: business now.
2: <laughs> right. The yeah. president of show business I'm sitting across from.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And he's offering me three to five minutes each week to do what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was surreal. Uh but we were pretty far along. We were getting ready to shoot the pilot. And shit. Do I, do I go on an established show? Oh, by the way, I'm so lucky that he offered. Do I go on an established show where I'm probably not gonna have a lot of control over what we're doing? Uh, mm-hmm. or do I kind of bet on my friends? And mm-hmm. me and my friends. And I ultimately bet on me and my friends. And it could have been a disastrous move, but I felt like we kind of were on to something. And, it's uh,
0: got to be hard to turn down Lauren. It's got to be tough because it it's such brutal. a big deal. It was yeah. brutal. It's so,
2: know,
1: because it's so like,
0: flattering. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, such, it's, you feel like an asshole.
2: It's probably going to fail. What we're doing is probably going to fail. And I'm going to regret mm. turning down Lauren Michaels. But and would right.
0: you would you have been able to do what you do? Or I mean, there's some NBC standards. But was it you and, and your squad, or was it you? There's it gonna be
2: me and you know, oh, oh yeah, tough tough one. I wasn't going. It's not, to it's not as fun. be me. Yeah. So I don't have Jeff. I don't have Spike. I don't. Spike's great. Yeah, yeah Spike has been so He's instrumental to talented. All us, right. Just yeah, off the ground in the beginning because. Jeff and I are just two dopes, but you get Spike Mm -hmm. Jones involved and it's like, oh, these two dopes might know something. We didn't know Mm -hmm. anything, but we got respect because of Spike. We got an agent because of Spike. We got an attorney because of Spike. Spike has been so, uh, you know, contributed so much to the films and TV show over the years, just sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, the, the aesthetic, brilliant. and I don't know if you guys talked about this with Spike, but you guys are out at lakes and rural areas. It's never shot too complicated, it's very reality show vibe, wide shots. And, um, you know, it's it, it, that added to it the authenticity vibe of it. Yeah. Right.
2: Well, we were never to was decide. slick. Thank you. We we're trying to decide in the beginning, like, because we were doing the skateboard videos which look exactly like jackass, right? Mm -hmm. They were shot exactly like jackass because that's all we could do. That's how we could shoot like this because we knew how to do that. Very simply.
0: Like a cheap look kind of thing. Like
2: a punk band that only knows two or three chords, right? This is what we do. Mm -hmm. But Jeff and I were talking like, what do we, do we have a, like a, a, do we, do I host from a desk and then go out to the street to do Mm -hmm. certain things? And, And we talked to Spike and he's like, no. He goes, you're already, you're already doing it. It should look like the Big Brother videos.
1: Got uh, another like, great oh, idea.
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah,
1: because that would have ruined it if somebody went in and slickicized it and made the, too many angles. Yeah,
2: but we didn't know. So it took Spike to go, you're already doing sure. it. Sure.
1: Yeah, well, I checked up your celebrity net worth this morning, so I think you made the right choice. <laughs> uh, I don't know how accurate it is, but it, it's very healthy.
2: Those things a, are never accurate.
1: I know, I know. You never know. I'm just, I'm yeah. taking, you know. But it, I do think that people come in and do films, short films. I don't know. It, it's a little bit awkward. You're outside the cast, and you bring your thing in. I, I don't know. I think that's kind of a tough position. Uh, so I think you made the right decision. But well, tough I tough to and turn Lauren down. Was smart
0: to bring you in, um, of mm-hmm. course, and get in to the mix. try to get you. Yeah, yeah, because that's a good eye too. Because you know, to see that and see how interesting that is and how it could be cool because I was hooked immediately and you get spike who I think has done some beastie boys videos Mm -hmm. and obviously a bunch of cool things and, and have a starkness to it and whatever the vibe was just that it works and it worked on all levels. You worked, you being out there. Uh, I always thought you were a skater. I was always wondering if you were a skater. Yeah, Yeah.
2: no, I, uh, you know, I skated like when I was 13 or 14, broke my ankle. And my dad just took my skateboard and tossed it in the woods because I was going to miss baseball, right? I oh, always played. Right. Baseball was my sport growing up. In the and, woods. Uh, <laughs> tossed it in the woods. My Tony Alba. Woods board. are five feet away. Yeah, Yeah. no. They're <laughs> literally five feet away. <laughs> in Tennessee, we had a pony yeah. in my backyard, you know.
1: Oh, was, oh uh, nice. Love yeah. Tennessee. Love Nashville, by the way. I did talk to Lauren during that time, and I said, "Really, Johnny? Who, Knoxville? What? What do you think? I, you know, it's, all the kids love it. It's it's sort of pranks. It's physical." And uh, I think it'll be really good with like our young demographic. Um, and Johnny uh, seems like a really nice man, and we're gonna like fucking bring him in. And I go, I don't know, he's he's heating up on MTV. Mike D- Dana trusts me; he knows uh-huh. a good deal when he sees it. And then after you took MTV, he was really mad. No, I made that up. Sorry. We're gonna put
0: bit of, we're gonna put honey on John Lovitz's nutsack and just let the bees go to town. Lovitz. Maybe add a skunk. You know, it's up to him.
1: Yeah, Lovitz is going to sit on a phallic shaped child. (laughs) zap
0: is nuts when they walk uh, on the monologue
1: to to your episode in 2005 and it's like happens to the best of us as far as what you can do comedically in this universe in 2005 you had uh you might be a gay redneck if was one of your sketches
2: oh the jeff foxworthy thing
1: yeah (laughs) could could we do that now or explain that what that was you might be a gay redneck if you <laughs> <Yeah>. might be
2: <laughs> that was one of the uh sketches that i had trouble with in rehearsals
1: mm-hmm. i
2: thought i was doing fine but my <laughs> apparently my rhythm was off was not good and it took me i know i don't, did did i do that sketch did that even make the show
1: uh, as far as what I read, it did, but maybe it was only in dress. Were they asking you to do kind of a Jeff Foxworthy twang? Is that what the character well, that's they wanted? No
2: problem. It's just, I couldn't get the rhythm down. And it sounds moronic to say that, but it's, you know, mm-hmm. comedies, t- stand-ups timing. And my timing, I couldn't, I, I just couldn't grasp that. You know, sometimes- know I, It's embarrassing to admit, but-
1: well, it was your first time. It took me 80 shows to get my yeah. rhythm down on that fucker, you know, so. Yeah.
0: You just, uh, go ahead, David. And, and when I did a Jeff Foxworthy once, and and it was a combination of, you know, you have the redneck, and then he's got the way that he does it, and I think they're trying to emulate that. And so I was doing the same thing, where, like, do you go up at the end, do you go down at the end? I was, I was you might be the Ebola virus, and it was like, if people see you and run there's a good chance you might be the Ebola virus. <laughs> if, you, if people look under a microscope and see that the zygote, and I gave a long description, right. you might be, there's a good, you know. So it, that was the same thing. It's like you have, there's a couple different uh, components to it, not just a voice like your Southern, but your Southern might be a little different than his Southern. And then how his rhythm is, how he does it to match, and those things mm-hmm. they look for. And then I've had impressions taken away from me during the week. That's, oh, sorry. That's rough. <laughs> and Whoops. they give it to Dana. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to. <laughs> Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Oh, yes, you heard me right. You can talk to an actual human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It's blazing hot outside.
1: You get into your car and turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero, David. No DIY
0: experience needed. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.
1: You licked Horatio Sands' face in Versace Mother.
2: I don't remember that. I couldn't. What's Versace okay. Mother? Since then.
1: This is Johnny's hosting gig from 35 years ago, and I'm asking him to tell me right now. No, <laughs> I remember uh,
0: Dukes of Hazzards, I remember. I ran to see that one. Dukes of Hazards, I remember. He was in that movie.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, you've had a pretty big film career, too. Yeah. There's been a lot of movies besides Jackass.
2: Yeah, I'm lucky to have feet in both areas, but... Uh
1: and the special olympics one was edgy could we do that now but it was very funny i read the ringer i remember reading nice the
2: olympics were on the was on board like they that movie wouldn't have got made if tim shriver was not on board with it and good yeah so i'm 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 proud of that film i stand by it um one of my I, son's favorites he brought yeah, it up today. you know what yeah. i
0: think johnny i read that movie i think what happened maybe and you you would know more but maybe just on the surface, no one saw it or bothered to see any messages or anything nice about it. They just said, oh, you can't do that.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Because if you watch it, you know, it was it was sweet. And, I yeah. mean, of course, we went for it as far as comedy goes. But you had to, to kind of samurai get the message out there. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, I made so many great friends on that film, you know. Uh, Eddie Barbonell, who was in John Taylor, they both appeared in Jackass Three. Uh, two of the guys, uh, Eddie Barbanel is like a Borscht Belt comic. He is so funny.
0: Um, when you do Jackass Three, do you uh, do you audition these new people? How how what is that process like?
2: We reached out to people we knew mostly, um, and and the people and we brought them in too. The, Jeff and I talked to them, brought each cast member in to talk to him because at the end of the day, we have to get along with you. We liked it. We have to like having. You oh, yeah, around. that's the biggest hurdle to get over. And then we did a two day test in December 2019. Spike Jones, to his credits, like we're older now. How's this going to look? Is this going to look sweaty? We mm-hmm. not only need to test the new people, but we need to test the old guys to see how it looks. And so we did. Yeah. And that's how we tested the the new cast. We just shot it like a film for two days. We did about three or four bits a day, and a lot mm-hmm. made the film. So that is a, a hard part test. of it.
0: Is a hard part of it, like because you don't want uh, people to submit. You don't want people getting hurt. You don't want any legal problems. And I'm sure people say they'd be good. They'll do anything for you. Like they just want to be in it. They'll do anything, and they'll and you right. got to be careful that. with
2: those people because it could look a little dark when you someone yeah. like, oh, we'll do anything. Suddenly yeah. there's something <laughs> to fight against, right? Yeah. It's mm. not as enjoyable to watch as a viewer. Like if you watch the B thing with Steve-O and he's not howling and screaming and, and terrified, mm. it's not as funny. If he's just standing yeah. there like a big deal, there goes the comedy. So That's we have the to human part. people who are very honest about their emotions
0: yeah and and if you find something they don't like then do that uh and yeah. also the heavyset guy that went down the ramp and flew and kept wiping out he was he was tougher than i thought he could do a lot of stuff
2: yeah he's very athletic zach uh yeah Zach holmes he's done some really gnarly stuff and he's one of those guys that would have done anything jeff and i asked and that's a lot of responsibility to have over someone And Jeff even took him aside one day. We're shooting somewhere, and there was like a sixty-foot platform up there. It was unrelated to us. It was a big wooden platform, sixty feet off the ground. And Jeff's like, "Hey, Zach, I think for this next bit, we want you to jump off that platform, and you know, we'll put some uh,
0: (laughs) into a cup of piss.
2: Yeah, (laughs) we'll put some uh, mattresses down. I could work there for you. Yeah, and he he got so upset he got so sad and scared because he's like i'm 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 going to do it and i was i was at first i was going along with jeff trying to be yeah we, we need you to do that but i saw that he was really going to do it and i just walked uh, away because i couldn't i couldn't do that yeah. to him any longer but he was definitely going to do it and then finally we let him off the hook of like we're not going to ask yeah. you to fucking jump off yeah. something 60 foot high onto a mattress
0: well i just <laughs> dove into cactuses yeah he does he does some of that stuff where you think it's too much flying into the cactus i thought could get in your eye you just never know i mean mm-hmm. when the when the guy that went down the slide and you covered his arms you know what i mean in the oil slide and then he, he right right
2: right right yeah oh Aaron, you're lat- yeah.
0: and you couldn't you could snap your head i mean my god i go you just get lucky like everything's
2: okay <laughs> yeah i was in the hospital while they filmed that I, oh, I you just were took the really right before after the bull? That. Yeah, and we had another bull bit to do that day. I was going to do two bull bits, but after they took me away in the ambulance, none of the guys are like, "Fuck you, we're not doing anything with the bull."
1: <laughs> <laughs> it feels kind of like a, It's there's a rhythm to it, you know. It's it's almost like sex. It's like there's anxiety and dread, then there's fear and pain. And then there's resolution and laughter and relief. You know, each each I set agree. has the emotionality of these three quadrants. Are you and Spike aware of that when you're editing it? Like, this is so how much yeah. anxiety and dread, now we've set it up and now we're gonna show, you know what I mean? Cause it really, really works on an emotional
2: and funny level. P- pacing is uh, is, has a lot to do with Jackass because you don't wanna to put too many like gross bits in a row or too many mm-hmm. big stunts in a row you got to have if you see something gnarly or you got to have a little palette cleanser after that yeah. and then you gotta we space everything out and we have to space the cast out you don't want too much of this yeah or that. yeah so yeah. pacing is something jeff and i and spike really focus on in the edit
0: like there's a little bit mm-hmm. with just a little bit of dialogue more than a stunt it's like like might end in something small but it's it is a little palate cleanser it's i like that. I like, that I like that also, the guitar, yeah. the crunch of nah, nah, whatever is another genius. Just one more thing that makes it work.
2: Yeah, yeah thank you. That that song, though, if you listen to it, it's, it's, it's so different once the lyrics kick in. It's just a beautiful, like, wistful song once the lyrics kick in. But it sounds just like some hillbilly hoedown at the beginning. Yeah. But it's something different.
0: The parts you use... Are high qual Johnny there's uh sorry I was just no I had a question for Dana
2: (laughs) uh David
1: uh (laughs) I just uh, interested a little bit in just you being from Tennessee and uh you have a a, some manner about you that's very sort of country and it's very polite and sincere and I just wonder you know just something about the culture of Tennessee I'm the only Tennessee person I do is Al Gore (laughs) and when I do him I he's a very earnest and sincere man, we're gonna do better because we have to with cl- climate change. And so you have kind Clement. of this country, I'm not saying Dolly Parton, but there's a sincerity and likability about you. Anyway, I'm just observing as I've gotten to know you.
2: Well, thank yeah. you. That's very kind. Yeah. Dolly grew up about 20 minutes from where I was, so. Uh,
1: have you ever met her and hung out with her?
2: The, the, you know, this is how, this. I have social anxiety sometimes, right? And so Mm -hmm. I was at Yamashiro's. Oh, yeah. (laughs) yeah. In Los Angeles. Oh, in LA. Yeah. Yeah. It's a restaurant. Sushi. Yeah. It's a sushi place. And Dolly Parton walks out of the bathroom. Mm
1: -hmm. And
2: I just, and it was like 10 years ago. And I just froze. And I'm like, I didn't want. As much as I wanted to meet her, I didn't want to bother her because I'm sure people grab her. She walks out of the bathroom all the time and I just mm-hmm. couldn't do it. So I froze up and I've regretted it ever since, right? But I get real social anxiety sometimes. And uh, yeah, so that was my deal. I do part.
0: that too. People do that. I think that's a polite way to go. You sometimes kick yourself, but, but it is probably the most polite way to go.
1: Is to, yeah, let let them be. Yeah,
0: because, you know, you have it both ways. Huh? But if you saw her and she came up to you, it'd be fun. Like, you know I what mean, I mean? Like,
2: I wouldn't, I wouldn't I would just Yeah, I would, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't think any of us uh, normal people, you know, until you're Brando or something, I don't, how do you attach yourself to your own celebrity? I had a masseuse once in Malibu in the 90s, and she was doing, she was massaging Bob Dylan. And she said, Bob Dylan said to her, uh, that uh, I've never I've never caught up with my fame, you know. Mm-hmm. He's just he's just Robert Zimmerman, and you're Johnny Knoxville, and so. But to me, you're just really famous, and like, yeah. of course, you go talk to Dolly. But I get that. I don't ever think I'm a famous person. I don't have no no connection to it at all. And my wife reminds me if I do.
2: Yeah, Bob Dylan and his zingers. I was born very far from my home, and I was just trying to get back home again. <laughs> at the beginning of No Direction Home
1: oh yeah yeah he doesn't quite do that so I love his later stuff I love his and I love when he does do banter with the audience some of these bootleg concert films and he does just the worst jokes Hey, did you hear about the man who had five penises? His pants fit him like a glove. Just <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Anyway, Just, here's like a rolling. Stone. Here's blowing in the wind. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. I
0: don't By the way, that's it. notorious. I saw Adele. She did. She was actually funny. I saw Lionel Richie. They both were doing jokes between like almost every yeah. song, but they were working. And I was like, God damn, they have a better act than I do, and they have their singing.
2: Yeah. So Dolly is does jokes and they're amazing. She has such great yeah. timing.
1: Yeah. She's a charmer. She hosted SNL, too. And, and this was probably, I don't know, 89 or something. She goes, she says, yeah, there's a, like a little boy lives about 10 miles away from me. And I I, I think someday he's going to host SNL. I said, what's his oh. name? It's John, John, Johnny Knoxville. And you, I go, you kidding. don't sound like Dolly Parton. <laughs> Did you yes. say that? No, I made it up. Oh, Sorry, God. God, we ruined it. <laughs> I was like, well, oh, I can't. Dolly knows
2: who I am?
0: She for sure knows who you are. Who
1: doesn't know who you are, Johnny? I mean, but, you know, my wife, when I first, someone asked for my autograph, and my wife, who I've been with since uh, 1950, she uh, <laughs> she goes, oh, you're famous now. It was so epiphanal. Like, yeah, you mean all famous people are just people? They're just somebody who got famous. He goes, oh, oh yeah. you're famous. Wow, you. Yeah. You're famous. That's yeah. unbelievable. I go, thank you, dear. No, she's listening. You're like, no. I'm just a guy from Montana. I'm just kidding, sweetheart.
0: Everyone is just someone from somewhere because they go, oh, I'm just from Arizona. I'm from Tennessee, but... It's very rare that people are just born in Beverly Hills, famous. You know, they're always coming right. here. They're all, everyone's from somewhere, so they don't—they never quite believe it's happening. All right, we should let Johnny go. I think he's been a good sport. He's Johnny. Really are good. you
1: on a press junket? You got five hours lined up? No, he's
0: probably gonna, done. He's almost. done gonna, gonna have lunch.
2: I—I <laughs> yeah, uh, I do NPR next.
0: Oh, you do.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, they're exciting.
1: They're exciting.
2: Yeah. Good.
1: Get,
0: get ready awesome. for Bees and balls questions Johnny Knoxville will be joining
1: Us next on Tell us again Why you wear glasses <laughs> um, Why, anyway, why get do you ready wear, for the wear hard Red flannels questions. Mr. Knoxville Why the red flannel In the dark glasses I need to Can you show the know? audience your penis can Just you for now a proceed seconds. to the plastic punishment room where we will spray with things until you pass out? Hi, I'm, I, I'm my
0: ring finger down your pee hole. Let's give it a shot.
2: You probably. good. <laughs> I, I broke my penis once Who hasn't? A motorcycle and I had the catheter for three and a half years afterwards. It was with the catheter. Jeez, like did you forget long. to take it, it out? Like bigger than a number two pencil. And I'd have to jam that down the head of my penis Sick. until it hit my bladder. So you could probably get a AAA battery or your pinky in there. We'll see. But so are you happy a.
1: every day you wake up then and you kind of, oh, maybe get some coffee. Oh, I don't have a pencil up my dick. God That's damn, what so a great good. day no, it is. No, but
2: after you film a jackass film, like for me, it's like I got to the end of the film and I'm like, I'm still walking. And, yeah. I'm, very, and I'm not even trying to make a joke. That's how... Because yeah. you go into it like not knowing how you're going to come out of it. And it's such yeah. a relief that, okay, I'm still walking. I'm still, you know, have control of my faculties semi. Is this
1: your last fight before the thriller in Manila? Or is this you? You don't know yet.
2: Um, well, I think we could do another one. But if if so, I, I would step back and try to and sit next to Jeff behind the camera because I, I can't. Like, I, I unfortunately seen my last, you know, got in with my last bull. I just I, I think do that. If you're out there the
0: laughing with everybody, I think it's okay. I think if you're still part of it and you're laughing and you're setting people up, I think as long as you're in the mix.
1: I would love to volunteer to be suspended by a 300-foot crane, nothing physical, just suspended by one foot and kind of swing me over Times Square or something. Sure, I'm just sure. throwing it out there. I'm available, yeah. but I want a really tight knot. I mean, I yeah. want to be really... Detached. I'll yeah. do a show
0: with you for ABC family called Jackass Juniors. And we have little kids and we just push them into trains and walls we, and stuff.
2: We, <laughs> we thought about, you know, we thought about Jackass <laughs> It was just like, it was it's like, you think about it, it's like, oh, that's a terrible idea. But it's funny.
1: I, we're going to call it Ask Jack. I have a show called Ask Jack where no one gets hurt and they just have lunch. It's a, it's a talk. Anyway, it doesn't matter. All right. Yeah, it's called Ask Jack's Delight. It doesn't matter now. My agent will contact your people. Anyway, Johnny Knoxville, loved, loved hanging out with you. You're a great guy.
0: You're always nice, quiet, in person. Nice dude uh, out when I see you. Very cool.
2: And uh, thanks for coming on. It's a pleasure. I really sincerely appreciate you having me on.
0: Thanks, guys. Next week, we've got John Lovett.
1: Hello. Fly on the Wall has been a presentation of Cadence 13. Please listen, then rate, review, and follow all episodes. Executive produced by Dana Carvey and David Spade, Chris Corcoran of Cadence 13, and Charlie Finan of Brillstein Entertainment. Production and engineering led by Greg Holtzman, Richard Cook, Serena Regan, and Chris Basil of Cadence 13.